Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting EXIT PLAN with no spaces to 44222. That's EXIT PLAN to 44222. Again, text EXIT PLAN to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. It's always a pleasure to have you. Uh, we in- interview a wide variety of advisors, uh, business consultants and specialists, and uh, authors. And today we're going to uh, have a great interview uh, with someone who is in the business of personal and professional development. And she's going to talk about EQ and why your success depends on it. My guest today is Netta Lena. Uh, and she's, uh, again, we're going to talk about a lot of interesting things this- today. So I hope you have a pen and paper and ready to take some notes. Netta, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Bill, so much. It's an honor to be here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, glad to be here. It's an honor. So, Netta, uh, you're, um, you have a program called Rise Up for You, and uh, you t- we were going to talk today about EQ, which I know what it is, but let's, we'll let the listeners know what that is to make sure we're on the same page and why your success depends on it. Netta, tell me a little bit about you and your background and let our listeners know uh, what you've been up to. Great. Thank you so much. So, yeah, can't wait to talk about EQ, but as mentioned, um, my business is Rise Up For You. We're a small business here in uh, Southern California, Irvine, and I really started as a performer. That's where everything started. It was my first passion. I toured around the world internationally as a singer and a dancer, um, and through performing, I quickly realized how important an individual and an organization's success was on people, right? Uh, so communication, people skills, emotional skills. And um, mm-hmm. I really recognize traveling abroad and with 40 cast members every four months, um, what can make or break an organization or an individual success. So after performing, I became an executive, uh, ran a company with under 200 professionals under me starting at 27, got my master's in executive leadership. And about four years after that, that's when I built my own company, Rise It For You, which um, does just that, the personal professional development behind business and professional growth. Wow, there's a lot to talk about in that last segment there. Uh, so let's talk about <laughs> what you learned as you traveled internationally singing and dancing uh, to people uh, you know, of different languages. Did you discover certain things were universal wherever you went that, that made, or made a great show or, or uh, you know, really made a show shine? Yeah, so, you know, this is where a lot of emotional intelligence and leadership really um, became a big interest for me because I recognize that, you know, especially when you go into countries, again, like you mentioned, that don't speak your language. So I've been to Russia, I've been to Japan, uh, Germany, all over the world, and I really realized how important your nonverbal communication was, right, your energy, how you show up, how you put yourself together it's very, very important, especially in instances where you don't always speak the same language. Now, 
today speaking the same language can also be English to English, right? Because we all have different perceptions on what words mean. We communicate differently. So your energy, your nonverbal communication, your posture, how you dress, all those things really make a difference in how people receive you. Absolutely. That's exactly what I was going after. So the the uh, energy that you bring to the stage translates out to the audience, how you show up, like you said. So uh, let's talk about, so a lot of our business owners, um, some of them are, are technical, let's, let's call them what they are, they're geeks. You know, they're, they might be, <laughs> they have specialized knowledge in a certain area. Some of it might be technology, it might be industrial, it might be something that they're really passionate about, but it's not that exciting. And then they're, they're not, a lot of them aren't born communicators, let's say, with their, let's say, their employee base. So, um, you know, how can a, a business owner, can somebody, can somebody uh, show up like, like you probably were jet lag and tired sometimes when you got to the stage, but you knew once you hit that stage, you needed to show up for that audience. Can someone learn that behavior, and is that what the, uh, the EQ is all about? That's a really, really great question. So actually, I had this conversation yesterday on, on another a speaking opportunity. Is that the question was, if I'm an introvert, right? You know, how do I, how do I do that? How do I show up with this certain kind of energy, or how do I put myself out there? And the answer is this: is that there has to be a little bit of a balance, right? And so there's times where you can be more introverted, and there's times where you have to be extroverted, and you have to understand the room and the energy of the people around you and what they need. So, I mean, there's times, again, when you can play more inward, and then there's times where you cannot. You have to put your best foot forward. You have to put yourself out there. For some of you, it's going outside of your comfort zone, right, because maybe you're more shy personally, right, at home. But this is where emotional intelligence comes in because most of us know that EQ has four pillars, right, self-awareness, self-management, those are the first two that have to do with you, and then social awareness and relationship management were the, the last two that have to do with others. But many people don't know that under those four pillars are another 18 competencies. And social awareness specifically, which is the third pillar, really talks about this. It talks about having organizational cultural awareness, understand you know, your environment, what's the energy in the environment, what type of people are you speaking to, how are they showing up? And then being able to play off of that. And that's very important. And that's one of the things with EQ is that it's not cookie cutter. And so EQ gives you that adaptability in everything from building your business to working with people. So how do I adjust and which hat do I need to put on in this moment right now for optimal success 360? Now, 18 traits is a lot to get our heads around in a 20-minute interview, but let's talk about yep. the first four that you talked about. Let's unpack the first four that you talked about. The first one was, was it self, uh, I, self I didn't write fast enough, self-awareness. I yeah. thought that's what it was. Okay, self-awareness. Okay, so what, what are some things our listeners can do to start with that self-awareness? Just some brief tips for them. Yeah, that's a great question. So, again, EQ has the four main pillars, the foundational pillars, the first one, self-awareness. The first thing that we need to understand, and this is the hardest part about emotional intelligence, is that every single person has blind spots. So you don't know what you don't know, right? So you might be listening to this right now and say, well, what do I need, to, what do I need emotional intelligence for, right? But the truth is, is that we don't have an accurate assessment of ourselves. 
right? There's always things about us that we don't know are true or that we don't believe to be true. So the first thing that I would say in order to build self-awareness is to do an assessment from other individuals. I like to call them the, the, your trusted circle, okay? So sending them an email, okay, sending them an email, or we even have a 24-point assessment that you can send them if you want, and having them assess you. Please, you know, you're one of my connected advisors. Can you please answer these questions about me and then get it back and see what these five individuals said? Because, again, a lot of times you don't know what you don't know, and the only way you're really going to be able to grow is to get perceptions from the outside. Now, Lena, I play golf. And sometimes I hit a bad shot that I don't want to find, if, if you get my drift. <laughs> so uh, this, this sounds risky. Uh, this sounds risky. Uh, uh, do a lot of people, uh, are they ready for that, for that sending out that email and finding out things that they don't want to know? Well, that's a good question. And that's the, that's the big question that people have to ask themselves is, are you ready for mm-hmm. the big change? So you think the thing is, is that a lot of people want next level success. They want to change. They want to like get to that next level. They want to bring in clients, more money, this and that. But are you really willing to do the deep internal change, not only in yourself, but in your business, right? And so these are the questions that you have to ask if you really want to see the invaluable growth. I'll give you a perfect example. When I was an executive, and so I understand the scary part, right? I was an executive, as mentioned earlier. 200 professional men and women under me, and I was only 27. So most of them were older than me, PhDs in the career a lot longer. You know, I kept being told that um, I was intimidating. And I'm like, no, I'm not intimidating. I'm an executive with an open-door policy. Anybody can walk in here and ask me questions. I'm not intimidating. That's your insecurity. Don't project that onto me. (laughs) Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. At the end of the year, I decided to do an anonymous survey with the entire staff. I was the only executive that did it because everyone was scared, just as you mentioned. The executive team were scared to ask these questions. I made it anonymous. Was it scary for me? Yes. Could it potentially be hurtful? Of course. But I knew that if I wanted to get to the next step as a leader, I had to ask these questions. 75% of the staff came back and said that I was intimidating. What does that mean? Wow. That my assessment of myself was not accurate. And only then was I able to take a look in the mirror and then say, okay, if 75 people, 75% of the people say that I'm intimidating, guess what? It's a me problem and I need to start changing that. And then I had to take steps towards working with that, you know, the nonverbal communication, even more like smiling, right? I always had like the focus face on and that came across the wrong way. So you know, right. having brighter energy, all kinds. I used to wear a lot of black, you know, changing the colors that I wore. I had to make small shifts so that I didn't come across so closed. That sounds like it was a very valuable exercise for you. That, not right. easy, but very, very valuable. Yeah. And then, and then did you uh, get an opportunity to, to resurvey people, or is that not part of the, the program? Or could you just Absolutely feel it? Absolutely, I did. Absolutely. So I was there for four years. Every year I did the anonymous survey, and every year the results got better and better and better. That's wonderful. So that's so it's a step. It's a you know baby steps, little progress, but starting with that, the risk, and you have to be ready for that change. It sounds like. So let's talk about um, what's uh, uh, pillar number two. Pillar number two, the foundational pillar, is self management. 
so, and, and I think that this is one of the most important, especially for, you know, the coaches and the business owners out there is that you can be self-aware about something like you can know that you need to make change, right? Or you know that the ice cream is not good for your stomach, but self-management is you actually taking action to do something about it, right? So again, on a simple, in simple terms, maybe, you know, the ice cream is not good for your stomach. You're going to eat it. It's going to give you cramps, but you eat it anyway, right? So like, this is where the self-management right. comes in is maybe you know that your business is struggling or maybe you know that your business isn't where you need it to be, but you don't have that self-management to take action or the internal motivation, which is one of the competencies under this pillar to take action or to actually create a shift and a change. And this is why self-management is so important, especially now over the past four months with COVID, we've seen a lot of struggles with self-management, right? Maybe coworkers sure. or individuals that work best in a corporate environment, like in an office with people, and now they're by themselves. It's like, how do you build that self-management to continue to take action and have standards for yourself? Yeah, some people would you would call that discipline, but I, I think you're right. It's it's the ability to say, okay, here's, you know, here, here's what I know I should not be doing. Um, why do I keep doing it? How do I stop myself from doing it? Um, uh, and I'm sure there are good steps in the program for that. Let's move on to uh, social awareness because it sounds like so far it sounds like a lot of pain so far, but a lot of great change. Uh, and the third is social awareness, right? Yeah, and I mean I, the big thing is is that we can't change anything unless we start with ourselves, right? And that's why the two first pillars have to do with you, the self. And then the third and the fourth pillar, the third one being social awareness, this is now where we work with others, right? So this is, again, social and organizational awareness. So how do you show up in a room? Are you able to walk into a meeting with a client and feel the energy, understand the values of the company, the mission of the company, understand all of these things simply by having that organizational awareness, right? Are you able to stand up on stage, speakers out there, and be able to adjust your talk instantly because you can feel that the room is not working, that maybe they're not resonating with your message? These, I mean, these are the things that I really learned as a performer, as I mentioned earlier. There'd be times when I would be on stage singing and there'd be zero reaction meaning that, like, there was nothing happening, or they would pick up their glass to drink. Okay, so if I saw multiple people, like, drinking and, and eating, because I used to do dinner theaters as well, I knew that I wasn't captivating. I had to switch something really fast. So this is a part of that organizational awareness, as well as empathy, being able to put yourself in other people's shoes and understand their perspective. That sounds terrific. So, so having having a game plan, but being willing and ready to adapt that based on the needs of the people of your audience, of whoever that audience might be, um, it sounds sounds like a, a very valuable skill to have. And what was the fourth pillar? And then the fourth one is the most important for all these leaders out there, all these incredible you know executives. If you have a team, this is relationship management. This is where coaching, mentorship, influence. Uh, transformational change, leadership is all under this pillar. So do you have the ability to lead effectively? Do you have the ability to coach other individuals? Do you have the ability to influence and create transformation in other individuals? But again, if we don't have the first and the second pillar, it's going to be really hard to do that at your full potential, right? It's going to be hard to create transformation 
in other people or to coach other people if we can't do it for ourselves. That's really a great uh, great overview you've given us. So we, we talked about self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. See, listeners, I told you you needed to have a pen and a pad. I've been taking copious <laughs> notes here, Netta. Uh, how long does it take someone uh, on average, and I would imagine it differs for, per individual, to go through this this full, you know, the, these four pillars at least. It sounds like there's a lot more work after that too, but how long does this part take? Absolutely. So it takes about a minimum of 60 days to, to break a behavior, right, or to shift a behavior into something that's positive. So, you know, you really want to get to work now. And every single day you'll, you'll build a little bit more awareness and more management, and then you'll be able to work with others better. And I'm telling you, I mean, you will see major results, not only in yourself, but in your business and the money that you make and the profits and the relationships. I mean, you will see major results. One of the challenges is, though, as you, as you mentioned, is that people don't take that time. You've got to let that time, you've got to let that 60 days happen. You've got to keep working on it so that you can see the results, which are going to be more sustainable. And I know, Bill, that you're all about sustainability, and this is really it. This is a system that can help you with sustainability in your personal and professional growth. Yeah, it's, it's really terrific. It sounds great. Now, you have a, a live program coming up and um, tell our listeners about a little bit about that um, of course this show goes on you know on the internet so it's it's always so I imagine people can find out about uh, a live program even if this one's gone by but tell us about this upcoming live program yeah thank you so much so you know with working all with all of our clients and we have b2b and b2c clients say about 50% on each side which is amazing we've noticed that there's three things that people really need including business owners, community of like-minded people, confidence, okay, and career strategy. And when these three things aren't happening simultaneously, it's really hard to continue to push yourself to that next level. And so we have something called the Rise Up For You Success Club. It's completely free. It's live. It's not automated. It's a five-week program. The next one starts in two and a half weeks, so I really encourage everyone to jump in. And we dive through these topics. We dive through emotional intelligence, confidence, leadership, how to present, how to stand on stage and, like, put your message out there in the world, all the things that are very, very important for executives, for business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, upcoming leaders. We teach these skills live online via Zoom right now because of uh, COVID. But it's very, very valuable. And we have people from around the world. So you get to network with other professionals from the U.K., from Ireland, from Canada, from the Middle East. So it's an amazing program. Last time we ran it, we had 115 people enrolled in two days. Um, again, it was incredible, and we're reopening it again in two weeks. So it's completely free. If you're interested, uh, all you have to do is text Rise Up For You. That's the company, Rise Up For You, all, all together, no space, to the phone number 797979. And when you do that, the link will go directly to you. You can enroll, and you'll be good to go. Now, how long uh, does each class last, and how many classes are there? That's a great question. So it's five weeks. Each class is 30 to 60 minutes, and there's three a week. Okay? So, and, there, and we provide replays. We give you a whole entire school portal where all your materials will live. So if you have a meeting that day, if you can't come, you can go straight to the school and look at everything again for free. So it's, it's like I said, it's a really valuable program. 
So you get about two hours a week. So we do one one-hour Zoom session that's live, and then the two other sessions that we do are also live, and that's in our Facebook group. And those are 30 minutes each. What time of what uh, are they all at the same starting time, or are they all in a certain uh, period of time during all, the day? Yeah, all at the same time for consistency's sake. So it's 9:30 a.m. Pacific time. And again, we provide all the replays for you as well. So, you know, we have people that are have maybe have a meeting at that time or an emergency happens and they just go straight into their portal and we put the recordings up within like 30 minutes. That's great. And so at the end of, of this uh, five-week program with, again, three per week, they should have a really good handle on, on making some progress on these areas and then maybe be ready to do some other uh, additional work to really really dig into uh, seeing results, I would imagine, right? Absolutely, yep. It's, so it's a total of 15 sessions, and they're completely free. We're just giving you know, away the value. Um, and then, you know, we go from there, you know, if you're ready to get to that next step. And we have testimonials and everything in that link that I sent you. So you can really hear from some of the professionals, you know, how they grew and how it helps them. And you, and you can watch the testimonial videos that we have and, and really understand the full program behind it. Really amazing, great, great stuff. Wow, I, uh, I am very, very impressed by your grasp of the of the content. And again, with your experience, uh, you've you've been on in situations where you needed to have self awareness, <laughs> self management, social awareness, and manage the relationships of your audiences. Uh, it's really a pleasure to have you on. I would love to have you on the show again sometime, and maybe we can go deeper into the topic. Um, uh, but you. for now, I want to really uh, uh, thank you for coming on to the show and uh, look forward to the next time we speak. Thank you so much, Bill. Thank you, everyone. Glad to be here. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.